delicious. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Blaze, Rudo, AJ coming to you live as the Avs defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-2 to to mm. head into the All-Star break. The Avs allow St. Louis to visit the Arch <laughs> and then send them home. <laughs> get to getting. We'll, we'll get more into this conversation as AJ's going to do the 60-second rundown and we'll talk about it all. But I just want to throw it out there. Avs never trailed in this hockey game. It's true. AJ, it's your 60 seconds, though, so I'll, uh, I'll leave it to you. How best to start a hockey game after such a disappointing loss two days ago? <laughs> By being good? By a totally dominant first period in which you score twice, and it's not your superstars vibing. It's Alex Newhook. It's Logan O'Connor. Sam Gerrard. Right, he's been going. He's yeah, been I'm going, I'm going yeah. man. One, two, three. <laughs> Great. So just bought anyway. himself an extra 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. How best to Cheating. start a game Cheating. after a disappointing loss <laughs> two days ago. No, honestly, uh, getting out and getting up to nothing early on in the game and just completely dominating, completely dominating St. Louis. I mean, that's a, it's a great start. You get out up to nothing into the, into the first and then third, you get into the second period and you're looking for that third. You're like, okay, next goal is going to be really important. You know, probably will decide the game. And it does. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Because they get to they get that third goal. Evan Rodriguez gets it. It's great. Um, have a three-nothing lead. Things go downhill from there after a little bit of a Biddington scrum. They get one on a power play they didn't deserve. They get a breakaway on a bad play in the third period, and then Georgiev comes up big late. They get the saves they didn't against Anaheim. You win three two. Sometimes the math is easy. Well, so building off that Except point, for that they won four. Two, let's, but you know, well, <laughs> okay. So, but you know what I mean with three two. I, know, I know. functionally it's three two. Uh, you, we talked two days ago about Pavel Francouz. Yep. Where we said there were two goals that we had big problems with Pavel Francouz giving up, and they functionally lose that game four three. And they, Georgia was two goals better than he was. He does not give up. Does not give up the freebie today. Yep. It is literally the difference in the game. It is the difference between winning and losing. It is the difference between a number one starter and a guy that you really like as your backup. And there was two high danger chances in that third period yep. that he could have gone had the wrong to make way. those. Yep. He had Absolutely. to make those saves. Yep. So you go from again a functional four three loss to a functional three two win. Yep. Empty netters obviously changed the final score. Yeah. No, and I know. I'm saying. It, Mechanically, uh, three two and four two exactly. is not different. Like, they were yeah. the 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 empty net goal with three seconds remaining. It didn't matter. That guy could have just rimmed that thing around the boards, and they Same still would have won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it you know that I think it's I think it's important to start right there because we saw that difference where we said we need you needed another you needed more from your goaltender two nights ago. You get that tonight. I guess this afternoon, you get that from the guy that you think is going to be your starting goaltender, from the guy that you went out and got in the offseason, that you've turned over this job to, you've, you've signed to a three-year deal, and he gives you those saves. He continues to build the confidence that he can be the man. It's uh, I, It really is an interesting conversation because we also talked about in that game against Anaheim, look, the reality of the the 
depth side of your defense is they're kind of banging up against their ceiling on some nights. And you saw that again in the third period of this game. This time it just didn't cost them the game because you had Georgiev behind them. Yeah, another big another big mistake, though. I mean, that Ben Myers turnover. Yeah, you just can't. And, and Brad Hunt, my man. If you're going to commit the penalty. Just tackle it. Commit like, yeah. the damn penalty, my guy. <laughs> just get your money's worth next time. Yeah, get, get him, big dog. Just <laughs> eat that guy up. Tackle him. Like, take his phone number, tickle him if you want while he's on the ice. You know, blow him a kiss. Do whatever, untie his skates, like whatever the hell you want to do, man. Just get your money's worth. Don't don't give him the drive-by side hug, draw the penalty, and then let that guy do whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, sure. Definitely. In the good. first place, don't turn that. That's a that's the worst play we've seen ben, from Ben Myers all season. Well, yeah. let's, it's brutally bad. I mean, let's just talk about Ben Myers here. Brutally for a bad because to that point, he had played a fantastic Dude, hockey he'd, game. He'd been so good and even really evens it out <laughs> with a goal for each team that he kind of creates for each club because yeah. the 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 him winning the board battle one v two creates their second goal. Uh, LOC goes over and picks up the puck yep. and gets the assist. But that's that starts because Ben Myers wins that battle. Yeah. That starts with the Ben Myers 1v2 situation where he wins it. So um I don't want to I don't want to just crush Ben Myers and be like, bro, didn't do anything. That's the you know he helped create that goal for the Avs. He helped create that goal for the Blues. It's uh, it, the big difference in this game is that he helped create a goal for the other team, and that's not been happening. Yeah. But between Ben Myers and Dennis Mulgan, you really see the makings of an actual fourth line that another team has to care and respect. It's yeah, it, it, I really, really Ben Myers deserved better on a handful of plays tonight, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Um, but. You just can't. That that's the mistake that you just a rookie just can't make, right? How how predictable was it when he and Dennis Morgan have a two on one and Morgan decides to shoot? Because you're like, here it comes They're like this could be it. This could be it. And Morgan's like, I'm shooting it. This is all me. I don't know what that was. Oh, and he went for the that's kill the, too. That, that was the Rapids beat. interview they did earlier. Nice. Yeah. I thought I thought it was subliminal, and I was like, I don't know who that was. I don't know what message I'm supposed to be receiving. <laughs> anyway, it, it's it, there's going to be some negativity around the third period of this hockey game, but I want to, yep. like all positives in the world to the first 40 minutes, well, 35 minutes of this hockey game from Colorado. And, and honestly, I don't even blame them for the first goal against that nonsense penalty. It's where, not a penalty, man. Yeah. Like, can we just really quickly touch on the fact that somebody in chat was like, what happened there to get that penalty? I have no idea. Yeah. Jordan Bennington jumped into the scrum late, and the Avs come yeah, away with the so extra penalty. So you get like, LOC I, gives the little poke to Bennington, which starts the whole thing. Uh, and then I don't remember it's LOC and whichever Blues player kind of get wrapped up. And then McDermott comes flying in from the point, and you understand where he gets the penalty too. But it's not like McDermott went in there and touched nobody. I had zero problems with matching minors. Yeah, yeah there was no sure. issues there. It should have been. It should have been two matching minors. Or just the one, and you leave it. The giving the extra one to McDermott was nonsensical, yeah. because Bennington circles back around and jumps on him and goes after McDermott, which again, Jordan Bennington's going to do. He didn't want any of that smoke, <laughs> and then he had teammates around him, 
and he had Curtis McDermott's back turned, and that is when Jordan Bennington is like, ooh, I played video games growing up. This is when you attack the boss. <laughs> so that's what he tried to do. I mean, it's it's just your typical baby back bullshit from Jordan Bennington. Yep. He's just he's just a coward. Yep. Not to mention not a very good goalie, but a coward on top <laughs> of it. And listening to ESPN's broadcast pump it up like, what a great job by him to turn it like he didn't do any of that. Yeah, stop stop like letting him get away with that stuff. I hard agree. The NHL needs to punish that. Yeah, the refs need more. to stop protecting him. Yep. Yeah. He wants it. Yeah. He wanted Curtis McDermott. He should have gotten the full boat. Mm. And if he can hang and if he wins that battle, everybody's respect for that dude Goes jumps up by a thousand. Yep. Can you imagine because the refs pulling guys off and being like, okay, you two go at it. <laughs> he would have he would have he would have at least defended it. He would have been it would have been fine, right? You would have been like, hey, he wanted it. He got it. He held his own. You can't say anything I, about it. Just one time have that guy go at someone who's ready for him. But the fact the fact is that he continues to jump in on and go after <laughs> and go after guys that are either already engaged or aren't interested at all. I can't help but think about I can't help but think about the when he uh, against the Islanders earlier yeah, this year when yeah. he chest bumped Ilya Sorokin. Like the like nicest, most unassuming young guy in the league who's just like, I'm just here to well, stop pucks. He actively <laughs> and, and he chest bumps the guy at center ice. And, and, and then when his team, like, his, then his teammates have to get involved in all this it, because he won't do yeah. it. He'll definitely, he'll spur on the crowd. Yeah, boo me, boo me. I'm such a villain. Like, bro, everybody hates you because you are a world-class coward. It, 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 all it would take is one time. To actually face the dude that's looking. Georgiev was there, dude. Georgiev yeah. stood yeah. out and, and was and like, what's up? The officials, cowards too. Yeah. Because <laughs> Georgiev, Georgiev wanted the smoke. Let Bennington, let Bennington and Georgiev have at it. Yep. Let them settle it. What NHL am I living in? I'm not even a huge like fight person. Yeah, I'm yeah. not like a huge advocate of fighting is extremely important well, or anything. But you know what? It's in the game for these well, situations. Is, yeah. They wanted it. Give it to them both. This is let them settle it. This is where bunch of cowards. I I agree. Generally in the NHL, I don't think it's necessary for the players to have to settle it themselves like they used to. When it's clear the refs are just not doing an effective job of denying Bennington from doing this bullshit, someone's gotta and actively rewarding him. Yeah, you, know? you put them on a power play. You you put them on a power play and you incentivize it. You tell Jordan Bennington, hey, not only is this a thing that that we're fine with, but you should be doing this because we're not going to penalize you in a meaningful way because a goalie doesn't have to serve a misconduct. He doesn't have to do any of this bullshit. He just gets to keep doing his thing. It's somebody else's problem. It doesn't hurt his team any. He's already hurt his team when he gave up three goals. He has no downside to act like this because the refs won't let him get the ever-loving shit kicked out of him. And that's what he's earned. Blaze, I got a couple of questions for you. Number one, have you ever seen a goalie fight in person? Yes, and it's bad. Like a go <laughs> goalie on goal. I've seen goalie on player where a waffle board to the mouth took out some teeth. Jesus. I was, I, uh, Milan Hayduk night when Devin Dubnik did it to Gabe Lattice. That's right. Yeah. And I forgot him. about that. Yeah. Yes. That's, it's brutal. And I asked Landy about it after the game, and he was like, 
he's a bitch. He hit me with his blocker. Yeah. Like, if I could hit him in the face with a blocker, I bet I'd do some damage too. <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, next time, take the blocker off of him, yeah. beat him with it. Yeah. Number, anyway, uh, number two here. Uh, this one's for both of you. Should goalies have to serve their own penalties? Yes. Wait. Like so go back, to the box. Back, backup has to come. Yeah. In. Yes. I mean, you can put whoever you want out there, but the goalie has to go in the box. Yeah. So you'd have to put a goalie in and a player, <laughs> right? Because you can't. No, I would put the. I'm not you, putting you, the goalie in the. You box. wouldn't have to put a player on, but you could only put four on the ice. I'm putting. I'm putting the goaltender on the bench. I'm not actually putting him in in the box. You just can't be on the ice because I. I don't know. I don't know that some of those guys with all that gear could like get in and out. <laughs> no, that that should be part of. No, the but thing. hold on. I'm, I'm trying to think of the technical <laughs> like a, side of it because like. Then when the two minutes is up, what? No, you, your goalie goalie's got to skate to the bench. Yeah. So it's like, that's awesome. Like you're making them do shit now. Like how fast can you skate yeah, to the bench yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I you mean, can pull I the goalie line change. <laughs> oh, God. I like it. It's kind of interesting. I like the idea of goalies having to serve their own penalties because I think it's stupid that they don't. Yeah. In the same way that when you ice a puck uh, with, the, uh, with the goalie pulled. You can't. You shouldn't be allowed to put him back in. Yeah, I mm. I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah, like there should be there should be consequences for incompetence here. There should be consequences for breaking the rules. So mm. yeah. Anyway, I would be all. I would just personally be all about goalies having more consequences. <laughs> just generally. Yeah. Well, so so then like right, you're on your backup goalie because your goalie got hurt. You don't have your e bug up yet. You have one <laughs> one person there. Yeah, you're just, just screwed. It's like, well, EJ, get the pads on. Let's <laughs> it's not even that. It's like, well, you can, you have five, but you don't have a goalie. Enjoy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> tell your goalie not to commit penalties. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, but, but they happen though too. Like you're always, you're always gonna take penalties. I, what's most of most of their penalties are either interference or tripping. Yeah, and like I'm trying to and think. And those of, are all entirely of their own. When's making? the last yeah. time a goalie had more than ten penalty minutes in a season? Like it was, pro- it was probably Ray Emery, <laughs> and it was probably all fights. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy loved fighting. That's true. Uh, the last question I want to answer you you tweeted out the reverse of this from your wife. Yes. Uh, should the guy who draws the penalty get an assist? Should the guy who takes the penalty that leads to a goal for the other team get the minus? Get a minus or a goal against or some kind of statistic there? I think a minus one would be fun. Yeah. It's a stupid stat anyway. Why not just make it stupider? <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, stupider. Nice. <laughs> I, nice. The other, I think the other side of it's more interesting. Like, does the guy who draws the penalty deserve a little more credit when, yeah. when their team scores on it? But, I mean, she said it to me. I was like, that's actually really interesting. I wonder what other people would well, think about in that. In the same way, I've always thought in basketball that when a guy has a pass that leads to a foul, yeah. and if that guy makes his free throws, he should get an get assist. assist on Just it. the yeah. one, yeah, yeah. but he should get an assist. Yeah. Why is there a giant second in the middle of our screen? Because <laughs> he wanted to say it should be a secondary assist. That's why that um, was up there. He's just gigabraining it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, this game was really fun for 40 minutes. The abs were just cruising. Certainly the first 30 minutes. Nope. nope. 
There, you go. there we go. The I hate that you guys can see everything. And I think what part of what made the last part of this game so frustrating is the Blues were really not even competitive for the first half of this game. And I they mean, slept through it. The Avs were just dominating every single facet of the game, which the Avs deserve credit for in the Absolutely. stretch that they did it, particularly all of their depth forwards. I have my sunglasses in the car because we're upstairs. Slacker. There's, there's only one light. And I can live through this. Slacker. It's the three that have really been bothering me. Yep. It's great over here. <laughs> nice and shady. <laughs> Team Shady Rays. Shout out. Shady Blaze. Shady Blaze. Shady Blaze for Shady Rays. Yeah. Yeah. P.S. You can get your sunglasses at ShadyRays.com. 50% off when you use code DNVR to order two or more. Uh I I really, really want to stress how well the Avs depth forwards played because there have been long stretches of the season best, best forwards. where the Avs just were getting nothing out of yep. those guys. Won them a game today. Yep. Oh, let's talk about Newhook's goal. Oh. Let's let's talk oh. about the birthday boy. It's a good thing you have that laptop over there. <laughs> You're talking about that goal. Oh, it's just like... Eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, look, man, I'd get horny for the Hulk, too. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Newhook. What's the, actually, I want to talk about this whole play because there are like three or four really, really good plays on this entire sequence of a breakout through into the zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it starts with beautiful work from Sam Gerrard to get it up and out of the zone, out to Logan O'Connor who makes a beautiful pass, the second pass in a row that goes off the boards and around a defender to get it to new hook in the zone. Yeah, really, really good play by Brad Hunt because that is a play that is coming back towards them. And this is... this oh, is it was Brad Hunt. My bad. This is My a, bad. This is a thing where uh, the Avs kill other teams. Yep. They kill other teams in this area alone uh, where they they push the play. They think what the team thinks it's coming one direction... And the Avs just go, nah. And they drop that reverse Uno card. And it's back in the zone. And it's a really nice play. It's a good read from Brad Hunt. It looks easy. But he makes the decision and he executes it. Because a lot of times you'll see guys of Brad Hunt's caliber can do one of those things. They can either make the pass, but they don't see it quickly enough. Or they see it, but they can't execute it. And he he does a good job doing both of them. Which leads to the... I mean, it's a picture-perfect... Touch pass from LOC. It's great. And as much as we've been like, oh, we want to see LOC score a goal, you know, I don't care. He's finding ways to be effective. Yeah. The point, the point is that we've been talking about is from uh from trying to get goals from LOC and Ben Myers and all that is somebody has to help. Nathan McKinnon and Miko Ranton. And you they just they needed more production from the lineup. LOC has three multi-point games. In the last 14 games. Pretty good. Dope. All assists. But do you care? Of course not. That that guy continues to play great hockey for you. LOC LOC combined with Alex Newhook was the combination none of us knew that we needed. It's the thing, especially with Newhook, that I think this goal exemplifies is Look, we've all known Newhook has a really high skill ceiling. We, yeah, we understand yeah. that. But he seems to has, have unlocked the LOC part of his game. He goes in, 
The first attempt doesn't go in, but he creates a rebound, sticks with it, mm-hmm. outworks everyone, and the rebound ends up in the back of the net. Well, and he keeps yeah. himself in the position to shoot that rebound, yep, right? Like yep. he doesn't. Good point. He he keeps his hips open. He doesn't close up, so he gets that rebound. He's ready to just push that puck back on net. Yeah, and the, the leverage is stuff. still there yeah. because yep. a lot of times a guy will. Not be in position to cut across. Yeah. Well, the and, and, and the leverage yeah. will go, and his balance will be off, be and then all off. of a sudden yeah. he's he's leaning on one foot or whatever. Yep. He was still straight up where he could leverage his body into a shooting yeah. position like that, uh, and it's just a great it's a great play by Alex Newhook. Yeah, and AJ, what you were hitting on, like we teach kids this all the time because like in the neutral zone, speed kills, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can do a quick just transition over yeah. and go to offense, you catch everybody off guard and they're not in the right spots. And it's hard to find out what your assignments are as that team is going on the forecheck into your zone. You want to know how how hard it is in the NHL to pick up transition defense and why goals get scored in transition the way that they do. Pause the puck with the with the puck is on Brad Hunt's stick. Pause it, get out of stopwatch. Start it, yeah. start the play, and then see how long it is till the puck is in the net. No, it's going to be about four seconds. Literally five seconds. <laughs> it's going to be about four or five seconds. And that's how fast St. Louis has to go from we're attacking, we're getting to where we need attack-wise. Now we're trying to defend transition defense. Yeah. And it happens immediately. It's much easier for the offensive player. Oh, I've got an opening here. I'm going to chip this ahead. I'm going to let Newhook go and get it. That's what LOC does. And then Newhook does the rest of it. It's all skill from there. Well, yeah. and not only do they have to adjust to moving back on defense, when you get a good play or two like you did from Colorado there, you just torch two of their guys. And all of a sudden, everyone less has to adjust and fill in for those guys that are now beat. Yeah. Yep. And it's just an insane amount of calculations going on in dudes' heads to even know where to be, let alone get there. It's it's perfect transition offense yeah. from every, from all three levels right there through from the defensive zone. I, I'm not sure if he actually gets all into the defensive zone or if it's just that side it, of the ice. Yeah, so, it's close. But from, from Brad Hunt onto LOC onto Newark, it's perfect transition yeah. offense. Yeah. And I mean, they were dominating the game. They were flying around. They were creating chances. They looked great. And yeah. capitalizing there, you know, you get, you get new hook capitalizing again and whew, when it's good, it's good. Yeah. That just, third line, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, genuinely, it's, it's crazy their best line over oh. the last little while. Man. Like Andrew Cogliano's contributions also should not be overlooked in that because we're talking today, we're talking about LOC and, and New Hook, but Cogliano has also been a really important member of that group. Up to eight yeah. goals on the year for Cogs, which yeah. I still have serious questions about his play at times, but the goal scoring cannot be denied. He's been effective in that area for Colorado. Yeah. Uh, on that note, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Uh, if you didn't catch us at the farmhouse the other day, that was a fun little show we Man, did. Man, it was a great time. There were a couple of a uh, couple of the homies that came out, loved yep. seeing them. Yep, it was a good time. Their uh, their special, whatever they had in the morning. Oh, the, the breakfast bowl yeah, burger. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like a it was like a ball of Kobe beef. Yep, uh, with an egg on with, it. With an egg on it. With oh, uh, so good. I, I forgot all the other stuff. Those are the things that s- stood out to me. Yeah. Damn, I missed out. Yeah. I didn't get it. Everybody else did. They ran out of them. <laughs> it was so popular. They ran out of specials. So if you're local, go check out the Breck Farmhouse down on Littleton. If you're not, you can still get the Breck beer at your local liquor store. Use the Breck beer locator online. <laughs> so we have uh, one of our members uh, just joined in, uh, uh, just moved here. 
mm-hmm. uh, took a job here in Denver and just moved here. One of our regulars in Discord and all that. And he's like, all of my uh, all of my favorite new beers are Breck beers. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, welcome to Colorado. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> it's not it's not an intentional thing, but you'll just find that those beers are just works. Yep. those are just the ones. Well, and and look, Avalanche Amber Ale is now kind of the only amber ale on the market that's good so good solid reliable beer that's all all i'm saying is it's the one to go to if you need an amber nowadays because other companies make dumb decisions uh anyway check out jive hive if the alcohol isn't for you maybe you're more of a you're more weed person you know i i know plenty of people that prefer weed to alcohol i'm not one of them to be honest but I might become one when I don't have to go anywhere to get my weed. <laughs> and that's exactly that's what Jive Hive does. That's kind of my does. thing, too. Yeah, I'm straight like, up. You're going to start bringing weed to me. Well, it's going to change my relationship <laughs> with weed quite a bit. <laughs> I'm saying. You can check out Jive Hive at jivehive.com. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. You can get it delivered ASAP if you need your buzz now. Or, of course, you can schedule a delivery in the future. You know, you're going to be at home vegging on the couch. Bring it right to your door. You're good to go. Hit me for the next nine days, baby. No made I'm leaving my house once, and it is Monday morning. So they they really are great, especially this time of year with how snowy a winter we've had. You don't have to go out and all that stuff to get what you need. Go check them out, jivehive.com. Get your order delivered same day or whenever you need it. Uh, they'll be there to say Hi. <laughs> They do only service certain areas of Colorado. Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. Make sure you go to their website, type in your address to make sure they have you covered. Jivehive.com. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. The and let's let's take a look at it this way. We'll get to the third goal. I understand that's a big goal. I understand your top guys came through for you on that goal. Mm-hmm. It's a couple games in a row now where you really haven't gotten good enough out of your top forwards. Yeah, if you look, if you go into the analytics of it through two periods, McKinnon was dominant, and it was the Branton in line that was really struggling. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, you are still talking about Miko Rantanen is still trying to figure out how to hard carry a line every single game, and he's struggling because. When he's not going 100%, he no longer has Nathan McKinnon next to him to lift him up. He's having to lift up JT Comfer every game uh, or or an Evan Rodriguez, you know, depending on what the alignment is, obviously. Yeah. But that's where, you know, in, in this case, it's Matt Nieto. Um, but I, I think that you are seeing that there's a, still an adjustment period going on for Miko of having to be the guy, trying to figure out to be the guy. And he just didn't play very well today. As a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, he finishes with an assist because, of course, he does. But <laughs> uh, but just not, not a very good game from him. And outside of the goal, I don't love Evan Rodriguez's game once again. Yeah. Now, you can't just discount <laughs> the goal. It's a really important one. It's the game-winning goal. Uh, and it's the kind of production that you just simply need. And hey, if you're not going to play very well, you might as well not play very well and score a goal while yeah. doing it. It's it's just interesting, and 
while you certainly can be frustrated with the top level of play, I think while McKinnon did have a dominant first two periods, I think you're, you mm-hmm. still want more out of him. than Individually, you, you absolutely want more. Yeah. Especially after he crushed a post in the yeah. first period. Of yeah. The first couple of minutes, he rips a post, and you're thinking, okay, are we going to yeah. get some Mac? This is going to be a Mac night. Yeah. And it didn't quite end up being like that. Yep. Um, but on the other hand of that, it, it is kind of a positive to see the abs. Yeah, this doesn't matter anymore. Winning games with their depth scoring. Yeah. It, it, it just makes such a huge difference for hockey teams when if their top guys aren't having the best night, they can still win. And in past last season, when they were healthy, the Avs could get by doing that with quality defense. The guys they're missing right now, realistically, they just can't really do that with defense anymore. They need the mm-hmm. depth scoring, and hopefully that changes after the All-Star break, but they had to get through this one first. They had four big injuries, and we expect three of them to be in the lineup on day one when yeah. they return. When they go to Pittsburgh, we expect all of Dachushkin, Bowen Byram, and Josh Manson to be in that lineup. Yep. Ooh, that changes the complexion of this team. Just we're gonna a, see. We're gonna touch. see how much. Just because again, when you talk about trying to protect the lead late in the game, yeah, how much does it hurt not having a Val Nichushkin? It's true. I mean, the other thing that you did see today that was promising is that fourth line actually played minutes. Well, when you see where the making of it, where 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 Matt Nieto is right now, is not where Matt Nieto would no, stay. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and you get Nachushkin back; he replaces Matt Nieto, and Nieto drops down to your fourth line. Yeah, we'll we'll see what kind of ice time they get when he's down there. But you could you could uh, right now. I personally at. I know that Bednar won't because he won't break up a good thing, <laughs> but Nieto taking Cogliano's spot on that left wing, add a little more gas to that. I line think I think would it. make it a little bit better. I, and then having Cogliano with Myers and Malgin, or Nieto with Myers and Malgin, yeah. you're feeling so much better about. I mean, your I, fourth line in that I, situation. I, <laughs> Given Cogliano's finishing this year, I don't hate that next to Myers and Malkin. <laughs> Nieto is not going to help that line's finish very much. He yeah, scored his ninth goal today. Into an empty net. <laughs> Same goals as Cogliano, though. Well, he also was playing 17 minutes a night in San Jose. Yeah. Do you feel better about yourself? Yahir's calling out your typos tonight, <laughs> Chad. That's where we're at. Yeah. Right. I guess period. <laughs> uh, yeah, here lives to dunk on typos. That's his. That's it's his life now. If it, it fuels him, I have nothing else to live for. When you look at the Avs lineup, and and indulge me here, I know this is in a real scenario. Val Manson Bo, you can only pick one to come back at the end of the All Star break. Which one are you taking, Bo? Yeah, same bow. Just bow, easy yeah. bow. Okay, well, it's you, fair. You just like if you're looking at like, is it the forwards or defense that's kind of in the struggle bus when yeah. you're starting to look at matchup and what's happening in the defensive zone? I will take the guy that was dominant in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year to come back and yeah. help strengthen up that defensive blue Abs- line. Absolutely, it's bow. I I think you could maybe talk me into Val. The di- my thing is, is that I think the difference between, uh, I guess in this case, Matt Nieto and Val Nichushkin is not as large as the difference between Bowen Byram and 
Andreas England on Andreas England, Curtis yeah. McDermott, yeah. Brad Hunt, fair. like whichever one of those guys. I think that Byram's ceiling is just way up there. It's fair. And people are going to people <laughs> yeah. are going to obsess over the with or without you record of Natchushkin and attribute it solely the, to Natchushkin. Nathan McKinnon was also missing all of those games. Right. Like, like, you, like yeah. you guys remember how many of the games with Natchushkin out, they were out four other guys. Right. And we've seen him in the lineup. Yeah, he absolutely makes a difference. Yeah. But attributing the with and without you record to one single guy is absolutely insane. So I'm not with that. And I'm looking at the difference between the guys that... Because if you change the lineup today and you have... Uh, you put Bo into today's lineup and you get the Byram that you think you're getting, not like the early season version that hadn't figured it out yet. Yeah. But you get the guy from the postseason. Yep. You're talking about a, a bona fide, no doubt about it, top three defenseman for you. And it just trickles down and makes you so much better. It makes you so much better defensively, uh, especially because Sam Gerrard's been really good over the last couple of games. He was really good again today. Yep. And it's your defense, your defense with Devontae, Kael McCarr, Bo Byram, and Sam, Sam Gerrard. Playing like the Sam Gerard that we're all about. Oh my gosh! It it's so it's a lot so better. much better. It is so much better. It's it just and I I don't want to continue harping on guys' poor play, but the Avs just need more options that can move the puck out more effectively for them from their defensive side. We've seen and the, obviously you're not expecting a ton there out of guys like Angland and, and McDermott. But when you see guys like EJ also struggling with that, the abs just don't have enough dudes that can do that effectively right yeah. now. And they're getting by with their forwards, right? They have enough forwards to get by and do the things they yeah, need to do. They're scoring three goals a game. Yep. That's enough to win every single night in the NHL. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for the bow tech. Uh, Hopefully, they have all three of those guys back, though. So <laughs> it's just not even a, a conversation, and the Avs just get way better. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah, and really, like, that's the fun part about this. They don't have to pick, man. All three are on track to, to return after the break. Uh, so is there cause for concern about the Avs with leads? Mm-hmm. This is now two games in a row where a multi-goal lead got in this case, only dicier than it needed to be instead of a loss. AJ, you looked it up during the game. They have eight blown leads this year. Yeah. A hundred percent. You have concern about them protecting leads. Yeah. I sure yeah. you you do like you just do. I, I, I struggle to separate their blown leads and their injury troubles. Well, and that's the thing is that you you say, okay, well, how many of those blown leads have come with healthy rosters? And almost none of them have. Yeah. So, or, or they happen in the first few weeks of the season when nobody is any good in the NHL. And just nonsense is like happening. We talk, yeah. we talk about the first 15 games of the year. Every season in the NHL are complete chaos. So, yeah, it's a, it's a problem. But also, they didn't blow today's lead. Today's lead. You don't add today to the pile. It's true. Because... They got up three nothing and won three to two. Do you like how it, it it finished? No, but it did finish with a W. But they finished with a with a regulation win, absolutely. Yeah. And when you talk about trying to protect the lead, you're talking about a team that's going to play more defensive. How much does Bowen Byram, Josh Manson, Val Natchushkin, and Gabe Landeskog make you better 
defensively when you're trying to protect the lead. Yeah, sorry, 4-2. I keep forgetting the empty net goal happened. <laughs> My brain just will not register. It just will not register. I mean, it didn't really matter then. unless you were betting on the game. So it, yeah. yeah, which, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. by yeah, the that, way. That goal Thank was you. kind of a big deal for you. Hit you a bet and a half there. So you, like, you are, but you are talking about, like, that, the difference in blowing a lead with the group that you have where they're coming at you with a different level of energy, a different level of desperation, and they're attacking Curtis McDermott, who has a, just a myriad of problems uh, on any given night, and Brad Hunt, who defensively is just terrible, uh, and and Andreas England, who on any given day, you, 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 I would say over the last week, Andreas England has just been like, there have been things that I've really liked, and there have been a lot of things that you're just like, oh, jeez. Blowing, the blown tire yeah. today. I, that's <laughs> that like brutal. the third game in a row where he's blown a tire. It's just a weird thing. Well, and the other part of this, too, is once Byram, Manson are back, and you start short-shifting that defensive defense in the third period, yeah, you feel 100% comfortable saying, okay, we're yeah. going back, you know. It's Kale's line. It's Bo's line. It's Kale's line. It's it, Bo's line. Yeah. When you it's, feel pretty good and, about that. Well, and to be honest, when Eric Johnson's having a tougher night, instead of looking at Eric Johnson and saying, we really just have to keep yeah. rolling him it, over the boards. Like, okay, cut that you can, Exactly. Yeah. You say, okay, well, that guy's, that guy's going to play 14 minutes and we're going to lean into some of the other guys. Yeah. yeah. How much better uh, How much better might we see out of a Sam Gerrard in protecting a lead when he has a Bowen Byram next to him, yep, yeah. or he has a Josh Manson next to him, because you, you guys might remember that when Gerard and Manson were together, they were vibing during they the postseason were, you know, last year. They were very, very, very good. So, it it really it really is encouraging here that the Avs have gone seven and one over the stretch, and they're about to get guys back. Yes, yeah, yeah I'm not letting the almost blown lead co- color the fact that they. Those last eight games, they lose to Chicago, and we're all kind of like, okay, they can't continue to do this. We look at the schedule. They go seven and one. Yep. They go seven and one from that eight, from, from the Chicago loss. And, of course, you don't like the loss that you have. But you also can't sit here and lament blown leads. They well, won seven games. Yeah. And almost all of those are in regulation. When given the given how low their regulation win number is and where they are in the pack, that tiebreaker could be a very important thing for them this year. So they needed to continue it's, to win these games and, and continue to win them in regulation. Yeah. The almost blown lead today, look, it, it you don't love it, but you get through it. But that W you is in the same font as every other W. Exactly. And <laughs> and you are looking at it and you're saying, okay, in that seven to one stretch, how many leads did they blow? Just the one. They literally and, didn't trail for well, and, six and straight games. The Washington game. So you have the Calgary game. Calgary pushes all third period. Washington pushes all third period. St. Louis pushes all third period. Well, and, and all of those end in regulation victories. Yeah. Well, and the thing that you love to bring up, pick one of the better teams in this stretch that they beat and if swap that with the loss. Yeah, and you really don't even think about if they it that lose much. to Washington, regardless of how it happens. But they beat Anaheim. How differently do you feel today? I mean, I feel the same more because they I won. feel exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah, I think people feel more confident about it. I, I mean, and this is the thing. Like even last year, right? Like, which is a weird thing because you, you lose to these teams. Like which which of these teams are you going to play in the postseason? 
Right. Are you going to play <laughs> yeah. good teams or bad teams? Yeah. If, if the exactly. teams you can't beat don't make the playoffs, you're chilling. <laughs> yeah. Like, if those are all your losses, well, you don't love that. Well, but like, you have to lose sometime. Last year, they, they lost to Arizona, and it was like, this team isn't going to go anywhere in the playoffs. They can't even beat the Coyotes. <laughs> mm, not quite the case. Our uh, Carmine is in here who comes in every once in a while and reminds everybody he's a Blues fan every time. Is <laughs> coming to visit the Arch uh, like his boys did today. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed visiting. Uh, it's still ours. So enjoy missing the postseason this year. So, you know. Are you going to root for us when uh, O'Reilly gets traded to the Fs? Yeah, what's going to happen when they blow that team up at the deadline? <laughs> And you guys end up with the 11th pick. Rough. Uh, Did you just bark? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what I would be doing if I was a Blues fan and that happened. I'd turn into a dog, confirmed. I mean, well, they are, as we saw with Biddington, it's all bark and no bite. True. <laughs> Got him. Uh <laughs> On that note, we are brought to you. It's like a Pomeranian, man. They just yips. Chihuahua. Yeah, just uh, blues fans are just Pomeranians <laughs> with internet connections. Look, if you don't want to be a Pomeranian and you want to grow up into a big, strong lab or a, a Roddy or one of the big, strong dogs. Yeah, be a Roddy. Athletic Greens. Get over to athleticgreens.com slash avalanche to let them know we sent you there. Athletic Greens is just one scoop in your cup of water every single morning. You'd have a drink of it. It gets everything going for you. It's got 75 different vitamins and minerals, a bunch of adaptogens, uh, and I buy probiotics? Probiotics, that's the right one. All sorts of great stuff for you that helps boost your immune system. A lot of athletes use it as part of their daily workout routines. It's just amazing for you. And the best part is that it's fast and easy. Jump on it. You drink the cup of water and a minute in your morning routine, you're good to go. Feeling good. Excuse me. Uh, Athletic Greens, you can jump over there, take control of your health today at athleticgreens.com slash avalanche. When you order, you also get a year's supply of vitamin D sent to you too. So jump on it, get with Athletic Greens, get healthy, get going. Or as the cool kids call it these days, AG1. I promise they call it that. They do. Nobody calls it that. <laughs> they do. What they, it's what it's called. AJ's allowed to be wrong. Uh, also brought to you by <laughs> DraftKings. Uh, go over to DraftKings right now. Use the DNVR code. When you bet $5 on any NBA game, you get $200 in free bets. You don't even have to get the bet correct. So it's just $200 to play with on DraftKings. Use that. Turn it into whatever you want. You can bet on whatever you want. Uh, and what was Matt Nieto to score a goal tonight? I, I bet you Plus 800. That's pretty good money right there. You yeah. could have got you could have got paid on that one. Uh, love to see it. You can jump in, bet on ridiculous stuff. PK Subban nice. was uh, stealing our bit about Karjitsu today. So, <laughs> so during the off to during the off day, we need to we need to have a video breakdown of some Karjitsu. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we know Joe Sackick's a long, long-time loyal yep. listener to the podcast. Uh, I'm assuming Chris McFarlane now also is. So, Oh, they traded for Nieto just to spite you, for sure. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, AJ? <laughs> I make my own moves. Yeah. <laughs> now, PK Subban listening to the pod. I mean, look, PK, anytime you want to come hang out, bar's open, buddy. Hell, yeah. 
must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So turnover so bad, Ben Myers gets immediately demoted to, to Loveland. Is that what happened? Yeah. That's unfortunate. I mean... <laughs> What's the big deal? He goes down there during the break to yeah, keep playing is and vibing. He, is he actually demoted? Yeah, that's not yeah, a real that's demotion. True. That's, that's a break true. demotion. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. There's nine it's totally days fine. Here. You don't need to worry yeah. about it. I, no vacation for yeah. you, kid. No. <laughs> Let him keep playing. He's playing great hockey. Yeah. Let him stay in rhythm. Yeah. Here for it. Um, he's only playing eight minutes a night. He's not tired. <laughs> I, and he's 23. He's not tired. So, the third period was bad. It wasn't good. Yeah. In the sense that this team has got to figure out how to stop just completely shutting it down. Yeah. That's really it. And we talked about, again, when you do get your guys back, defensively is where your your floor goes way Goes up. so yeah. up because that's where you have the most AHL players right now. Well, they're just getting, I mean, in the third period, what you're seeing is it looks like a tired defense getting hemmed into their zone and you don't have the puck movers that you have back there. Mm-hmm. If it's not your top line and they're just forcing them to make those plays against the, the two defensive partners until they screw up. Well, and you've got, you have Eric Johnson, not playing great hockey. And yeah. at this point in his career is not a natural puck mover anymore. Yep. No. Um, Brad hunt is a quality puck mover. I like his puck moving, but his defense is so bad that he doesn't get very many opportunities yeah. to move it. Uh, and Andreas Englund and Curtis McDermott are big. That is a true statement. You've <laughs> stated a fact. End of list. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, those guys, again, puck moving, not a strength through the nah. whole defense, as is constructed at the moment. You expect it to get better, and then when you do get, especially in Natchushkin, because he'll be back sooner than Landeskog, but ideally when both come back, but you do get Natchushkin back, and your ability to clog up the neutral zone with with guys that can just disrupt play and put a shoot the other direction. And what you're not seeing right now is the Avalanche punish a team, punish the desperation. You're seeing teams freely, the Anaheim, St. Louis, yeah. uh, Calgary, There's Washington. N- no interest in going past the red line. Exactly. They're jumping in and they're full sending with the desperation push in the third period. And the Avs are not capitalizing on mistakes, in, especially in the neutral zone, and forcing it the other way and creating the odd man rushes that n- you naturally give up when you force it and force yeah. it and force it. It has not, it just, they have not been able to do any of that during this 7-1 stretch. That That's the, the area that you look at and say, you could sit back and wait and, and play this game. As long as your counterattack is good and dangerous, you'll, you'll find a goal here and there to put games away and you'll be cozy. But when you don't do that, that doesn't you, include going nine minutes without a shot on goal. Exactly. You do, when you don't counterattack, you don't put any pressure on them. And then they just, the, the confidence just builds. Yeah. The momentum builds. They're the just, quicksand gets deeper and deeper. They're just struggling to get it out of their own zone. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's an issue. They're, they're getting beat to the pucks because, again, you don't have yeah. the mobility you have on the defensive line. Yeah. 
It's, and and when they do get the pucks, they rip it right into the first forward that's charging them down. Well, and like you guys, before I stomped off angrily, <laughs> uh, Andreas England just grabbed one and and like just fully like launched this thing high and off the glass. Yep, where it gets out. But that's but an it's icing so uncompetitive. Yeah. It's yeah. such a not competitive play that you turn around and they lose the ensuing faceoff. Yep, and you're just like, huh? not great. It gets iced immediately. They lose the faceoff. It gets iced immediately. And Ray Ferraro was like, "This is just great tactics." <laughs> I love Ray Ferraro, by the way. <laughs> Me too. I uh, think so this is not a criticism, but I did laugh when he was like, "This is great tactics." You're trying to get that rest. You ice the puck. You turn around, you win the faceoff, you ice it again. It's like, you know what they could have done after they won the faceoff? Ice it and change? (laughs) Chip and change, my man. (laughs) My gosh. But I I want to. And that's the difference, I think, is that there's no in between. Yeah. There's, we're fully icing it. Yeah. Or we're not getting it out of the zone. They're not getting it out with possession. They're not getting it out and turning it into danger. I think that's fair. I do think after the second goal from St. Louis got scored, it wasn't good, but the avalanche at least remembered that they have to be awake and play hockey to win the game. I I only heard three. Oh gods from the two of you in the next eight. (laughs) Yeah. That's way less than seven. It's true. It's true. It's less than last game. (laughs) <laughs> and then and look, some nights that's how you have to get it across the finish line. Yeah, it, it's just the way it goes in the yep. NHL. Sometimes the, the average score in the NHL is like three point something to two point something, right? Yeah. Like you're ta- you're ta- you're talking about this. The three two games are where it's at in the NHL. That's why we always talk about it's a race to three. If you can get that fourth one, as they absolutely did today. I remember they did that. <laughs> Good job, Brian. They got that fourth one. But you'd love that fourth one with 50 seconds yeah. to play and not four. I mean, you'd yeah. love that fourth one with 15 minutes to play when you're on the power <laughs> play in the third and period. Anytime you can get yeah. it right. And that, that power play was really disappointing. Yeah. You, if I could get the fourth before the third, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I don't know how you manage that one. But. <laughs> um, our king of the game here the guy to be involved in two of the abs goals and really while it's not super flashy has just played out of his mind. Yep. LOC. Uh, he was a beast tonight. No doubt yeah, about it. Absolute big love uh, for, for the work that he's putting in and the effort and the way that he's helping kind of uh spark new hook to a different level Yep. as well. We'll give him a little bit of that credit too. Of course, new hook deserves plenty of it, but LOC, just two two really good plays. Uh, you know, the first one we talked about already in depth, the just a little chip off the wall. Second play, he goes and picks up a puck uh, from from Ben Myers, who wins that two v one along the on the boards, and just gives it to gives it to Gerard, a basic shot, and JT Comfort with the rebound, like very easy oh, hockey. Man. There's no secret to it. Right? Nice rebound. The Benner. puck tends to find your best players on any given night. Yeah. Because they're in the right places, doing the right things, and and that sums up L- Logan O'Connor basically. Well, and you well, just go just go watch his whole game and what he does that doesn't show up on anything yeah. that you're going to see on a score sheet, yeah. right? Like it's awesome he's getting those assists, great, but like the amount of forechecking that he does, you know, mm-hmm. just being a pest to the other team mm-hmm. every shift, it's hard to play against those guys. I'm guessing you know the tapes out on him now. 
you know what you're getting when that third yep. line comes over the boards. Oh yeah, they're and it's running you down. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and the tape can be out, but you're not going to stop it. Well, it's not like well, you know because we talk about we talk about how opposing teams pre scouts are pretty limited to begin with. Yeah. Newhook's still a baby, Chad. He's the perpetual prince of the game. They're right. like, they're not going to, they're not going to be like, okay, gang. <laughs> They've got three all-stars, <laughs> two forwards on two different lines. Watch out for Logan O'Connor and Alex Newhook. <laughs> you know, like they're not, like that's not like the group that they're going to be keen on. They don't on. have they're enough gonna be time like, in the video session. They're, well, they're <laughs> going to be like, they're going to be like, all right, here are the big dogs. Like you guys all know them. You guys have seen all the highlights. You have to key on those guys. And if those other guys beat us, you live with it. Yeah. And the abs right now, Newhook, Newhook in particular is just like, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to do that. <laughs> then yeah, I'm going to go ahead and beat you. Uh, the development that he has had playing at center in particular is extremely encouraging. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel anything but big, big love for both LOC and Alex Newhook. Yep. We're only allowed one king in the game. Um, we don't, we're, we're not allowed to do two. The song is called Two Princes, not Two and, Kings. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, Newhook was never trade bait for Bo Horvat. That was always just made up. Um, <laughs> Definitely consider him the prince of the game, though. New Hook was great today. Again. We got super chats to get to. Uh, first one from Kevin. Uh, $2 from Kevin says, close game, but good guys win. That sums it up. It's true. Why did we do a 50-minute show, honestly? Well, well said, Kevin. Uh, $20 from Banks, who says, was on the course today, so missed the game until mid-third. Could have used pins and aces to take strokes off my 103 score. <laughs> hey, I mean, you're almost breaking 100, man. That's, like, better than a lot of golfers. Uh, I He said, put the two points on the board. I missed the last part. I'm sorry. Uh, it's gone forever. <laughs> oh, it's down yeah. there. Look at that. This is the life piece, by the way. The two points make it all better. Let's get healthy over the break. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Clock or the camera was in. It's going to be like Tuesday and and they're going to be fully healthy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like they were so like Nachushkin was borderline for today. Could have gone. Yeah, he'll be he'll be good. I'm pretty Um, sure Manson could definitely go if they needed it. I think they were just playing it safe with (laughs) both Byram and Manson being like, we've got the break. They'll they'll skate with the team. They'll do all all the ramping up. And then when that comes back, they'll be full go. And then $50 from the unbelievably generous Drew, as so often he does. Can we transport Bitchington back to the 70s or 80s so he can have Hextaller Billy Smith retire his sorry ass? He would murder that guy. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, Anyhow, continuing to love Nui and praying the rest of the boys are good to go after the break. Yeah. Yeah, those you those goalies were away built with any of that shit that he's trying to pull. <laughs> I in mean, these games. Uh, I mean, Hextall or Billy Smith, Patrick Waugh, yeah. like, well, you know, even throw Ray Emery at him and let Ray Emery go and beat his ass. I mean, if you're talking seventies, eighties hockey, spe- like in the seventies, a forward would run you, like just come across the crease with a yeah. high stick and put an end to this BS. Yeah, CM Punk wins the Rumble. I'm joking. Confer's not, not getting traded, happen. guys. Yeah. <laughs> JT. <laughs> J, JT Confer's not going anywhere, fam. Yeah. Why? Why would a team 
trying to contend for a back-to-back move a piece like yeah. that out. It's weird. Not not going to happen. I also yeah. don't know where Sean Monahan helps you. He's never healthy. Especially if you believe in Alex Newhook and Evan Rodriguez. And if you don't, go, I get, don't. go get a better 2C than Sean Monahan. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> Sean Monahan just isn't the guy that you think of when you think Sean Monahan. You think 65-point seasons. You think 30 goals. Now you've got a myriad of injuries. Um he just hasn't been nearly that guy. It's been several seasons. Yeah. Blaze, I never did get to ask you. Are you are you hyped on the new All Star Game stuff? All the wacky like skills competition stuff they're doing, or you not care? I mean, try something new. It's been you know it's been pretty stagnant. So I don't. I won't have a comment till after. I do like we, the throwback jerseys that they're wearing though. I love those. Pretty by dope. the way. What do you guys think? Florida we, jerseys. Uh, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. Should we should we build a drinking game for the All Star Skills Competition? I'm here for it. Just get for like the broadcast, like get, what they're gonna say. No, no, well, no. for any of it. Oh, okay, we just we're just gonna we're throw. gonna skills competition and chill and get absolutely lit. <laughs> is what's gonna happen? Yeah, like have like a. <laughs> no, that'd be a live. That'd be live. Yeah, show. we would do live, and yeah. we would just hang out and watch it with the fans. You know, with with people who are gonna be watching it anyway. Yeah. Not a professional show. Like we would absolutely be drinking yeah, and carrying on. Maximum and, casual show. For yeah, sure. like I think that would be. I think that could be a really good one. And we're not going to do it for the actual All Star Game. That's all that. Not. But, yeah. No. The actual All Star Game. You can miss me with. Yeah. But. The skills competition would be. I don't know, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> well. Keep it posted. Even with the nine-day break, we will still be bringing you the podcast five days a week. It is a podcast. If you missed the video, you can catch us on whatever podcast listening app you use. If you want to give us five stars on that thing, that helps us out a ton as well. And this weekend, don't miss it. There's still two days left on the sale to get shirts like this. Actually, I don't know if this one's on sale, but we have a bunch of shirts with Avalanche stuff on it, 50% off. Uh yeah, it's, it's most of the championship ones. Yeah, it's the championship off. ones and all hell kale. Yeah, which is 25, I think. Yeah. Uh, but lots of lots of sales shirts. Go look at them. Go buy them. Go get cool stuff. Um, and last but not least, Kadri coming to town at the end of February. We're doing a takeover. Mm-hmm. Get the people in the building. Even if you already have tickets to the game, you can buy a bus ticket from the bar to the arena, back to the bar for just 20 bucks. It's literally cheaper than parking at the arena, and it comes with free beer. So you might as well jump on that, even if you already have tickets. Come join us. Come have a blast. If you don't, though, getting a ticket to that game uh, with through our event... It gets you a free you shirt? Gets you a free shirt as well. So if you want to go to a game, and instead of buying one of the 50% off shirts... You get a ticket to the game, get to go to Kadri's return, and get a free shirt that you get to wear to that game. Yep. Math adds Dope up. Deal. We, have, we have gotten you. You have paid for. Uh, you pay for it. We get you drunk. We take you to a game, and we clothe you. <laughs> you should just do it. Yeah. yeah. Just send it. Yeah. I just don't know what we're talking about here. We're, we're giving you guys the, the hookup there. Nine day break, man. We're here on Monday morning, or I guess Monday afternoon. We've we'll be yeah. back Monday afternoon Is with another a, show. I mean, we'll probably be from home for that show, but yeah, no, we'll be here. Are we here? Mm-hmm. Oh, are we? Okay. Anyway, yes. Doesn't matter. Uh, we love you all, McDavid. We'll be back Monday. Uh, if McDavid tries, it's definitely McDavid. But we appreciate you. 
We'll see you on the next one. Bye.